0: Well, good morning and welcome to today's episode of Transformed. Today I'm going to talk to you about killing the offense fox. Welcome to today's message with Pastor Jim Balzano. Before I begin, I want to thank Park Home and Made by Vogel for many of the things that you see in our studio. Well, the last time I talked to you, I talked to you about a verse that the Lord spoke to me one day out of the book of the Song of Solomon. It says, catch the foxes for us, the little foxes that are ruining the vineyards while the vineyards are in blossoms. The idea is to be proactive in killing those things that try to kill the fruit in our lives before it even takes, before it's even harvested when it's still bloom on the vine. So, one of the things I use as an illustration is the book of Acts. God was birthing his church in the book of Acts. All through the book of Acts, I see little foxes that try to destroy what God was birthing. One of those is the offense fox. You see, in Acts chapter 6, it begins like this. Now, in those days when the number of disciples were multiplying, there arose a complaint against the Hebrews by the Hellenists because their widows were neglected in the daily distribution. So you see what happens. Here they are. The church is growing. God is birthing it. And all of a sudden, there's a complaint. There's an offense. There is somebody who sees that somebody they love and care about are being overlooked. And so now that's trying to creep in. It's a funny thing about offense, especially the offense, Fox, when it comes to a church. It usually comes from within the body. It usually comes from the brothers. It usually comes because Someone that you love or care about is, in your eyes, being mistreated. There's a perceived injustice, or there's a need that's being overlooked. It can come from a variety of things. It can be true, and at other times it may not be true, but your perception is what causes you to think that it's true. The problem is the offense becomes a trap that when we are trapped by it, it kills the fruit that God is trying to birth. Let let me give you an illustration from my my wife and I. We kind of have a a different uh, approach to how we handle animals, all right? Even when it came to mice years ago, I've often told this story. You see, for me, it was simple. If I had a mouse that was in the house, it was simple. You kill it, you trap it, you kill it, and you get rid of it. For Penny, when we were first married, that was an unacceptable approach to solving the matter. She decided she was gonna come up with a better idea. So rather than setting a trap with cheese in order to kill the mouse, she decided that she would put peanut butter in the bottom of a mason jar. And then she took a tongue depressor and she built a ramp up to the top of the mason jar so that when the mouse wanted the peanut butter, it would crawl up and it would fall in the jar and it couldn't get out. And once it was in the jar, then she would take it outside and let it go, and it could live happily ever after until she realized that they actually came back. That's when she learned that we might as well kill the mouse. You see, eventually, she subsided to the age-old method of setting cheese on the trigger of a mouse trap to get rid of the uninvited pest once and for all. You see, the point is, offense is like the trigger on the mouse trap. When the bait is taken, the, the, the trap snaps into action, either capturing or killing its prey. Jesus said this. He said to his disciples, It's inevitable that stumbling blocks come, but woe to him, too, they come. It's inevitable that offense comes. Some versions of the Bible actually use the word offense. The Greek word is scandalon. All right, and here are the meanings of that word. It's a movable stick or trigger of a trap, a trap or a snare. It's an impediment placed in the way causing someone to stumble or fall, a rock which causes stumbling. Notice what Jesus said about this. He said they are inevitable. Hmm, I'm not sure I like that, but it's the truth. The possibility of offense is always before us. Jesus plainly told his disciples, whom he was molding and he was shaping so that they would run with the mandate of their lives, he said to them, offense is going to come. It's inevitable that it comes. And he also used a Greek word that said it's like the trigger on a trap that would ensnare them. Here's a question I have for you. Here's a question I have for the body of Christ sometimes. If Jesus said offense is inevitable, why then do we quickly become offended? Shouldn't we be on guard against it? Doesn't it make sense that we would be aware of the lurking possibility of someone or something in our lives or even in the church that's going to offend us? The fact of the matter is we've all been offended. The reason I think we become offended is because offense is indeed the bait on the trigger. You see, the bait on the trigger appeals to the appetite of the subject to which you're trying to catch. We put cheese on a mouse trap because the mouse has an appetite for cheese. By not controlling its appetite, the mouse is led to its demise. Now, let's think about that. We get offended because there's something connected to the offense that appeals to our carnal nature, our carnal appetite. Once we take the bait, we trip the trigger of the trap to our own demise. So we gotta ask ourselves, what is it about me that wants to be offended to the point of destruction. You see, somewhere in there, that offense is feeding our nature, our appetite, our carnality. And the reason we can't get offended sometimes, or I'm sorry, the reason we get offended and we can't see the trigger, the trap, is because the bait conceals it. You see, masquerading as a place of satisfaction The place of death is lurking behind the deadly trigger. We can't see it for what it is. We don't know it for what it is. Driven by our appetite and blinded by deception, we eagerly consume that which was devised by Satan to destroy us. Therefore, we must be on our God. Think of the times that you have wanted to or you have walked in offense with other people. Forget about the fact that they may be wrong. They may indeed be wrong. They may indeed have offended you. They may have caused an offense. They may have committed an offense. But forget about that for a moment. That's not the important part. What's important is why do you need to live an offense? Why do you need to live in a continual state of offense? What is it about you that has the appetite for the bait that's on the trap? Or why are you blinded to the trap that is sitting in front of you? You see, the fact is, Jesus said offenses abound. to come. The fact is, we deal with every day failed, flawed humanity like ourselves. And as we deal with failed, flawed humanity, there are times where offense will come. But we do not have to live in offense. We do not have to live in a perpetual state of I'm offended by you, I'm offended, and I'm going to live that way the rest of my life. No, that is the bait on the trap that is destroying you. You can choose to be unoffended. You can choose to say, that could offend me. That might've been an offense against me, but I'm not taking that bait. I'm gonna kill that offense fox so that it doesn't kill what God is trying to birth in my life. I promise you, if you won't take the bait, you won't get ensnared and you won't get trapped. As a matter of fact, when you choose not to be offended, You will set a trap with a fox that's trying to destroy what God's birthing in your life. Have a great week. Go be unoffended.